here on this day, on this Saturday school, we're going to talk about your belief in yourself. And if you hear my car talking to me, if you hear my Tesla talking to me, it's because I'm on my way to Bodega Bay, California, from my house in Dixon for a video shoot for Mind Bullet and for Hip Circles and for other various products. Today I'm talking about belief system and your belief in yourself. And it just, I just got in my car and every once in a while you're just struck with a good, good solid punch in the face. Every once in a while you're just struck. It's like you're struck by lightning. You're struck with some euphoria and you get fired up and you get excited. And I just thought to myself, man, people really need to know how important it is to believe in oneself how absolutely important it is to have a strong and powerful belief system do you believe that you can run faster than you can currently run do you believe that you can run at all do you believe that you can walk do you believe that you can walk around the block do you believe you can walk to your mailbox do you believe you can write a song? Do you believe you could sing a song? Do you believe you could dance? Do you believe you can have more energy every single day? Do you believe that you can learn more every single day? Do you believe that there's nothing that you can't learn and within reason there's nothing that you can't do? The reason why I say within reason is if you're five foot one, it's going to be very hard to dunk a basketball. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's impossible. Because we don't really know what's possible. And so, therefore, there's really no reason to talk about things that we're not sure about. When we don't really know... When we don't really know, you're better off <clears throat> saying, you know what? I'm not sure what's possible, but I'm just going to go after it anyway. Because if you reach for the stars, you'll end up in the clouds. I'm sure you've heard that before. End up in those clouds. Take those risks. You could be better than you were yesterday. How many of you believe that? Can I get an amen? I feel like I'm teaching a sermon or preaching a sermon today. Kicking it with you guys. You could become bigger, stronger, faster, smarter. Day by day, little by little. And maybe it doesn't happen on every single day. Because life gets in the way and there's just stuff that... Uh, we're human, right? We got emotions. Emotions tend to... Emotions are helpful towards making a lot of decisions. And emotions can help with a lot of things, but they can also really slow us down. And they can really get in the way of just us really making sure that we're just checking in with ourselves and taking care of ourselves. It's very complicated. It's a very complex thing, being human. But I've talked many times before on this podcast, how do you have a belief system in yourself? And the only way to have it is to do something. You got to be doing something. You got to be doing some shit. It doesn't matter if it's playing the guitar, messing around on the piano, going on a 10-minute walk, eating better. How, how big of a difference? Let's just take the most educated, let's take the top 10 most educated people in the nutrition field. Let's put them all in a room together and let's ask them, 
what's the potential if somebody ha- if somebody is really nourished and they have great nutrition they go from having poor nutrition for most of their life to having fantastic spotless nutrition that fulfills they get blood work done it, it uh, improves all their markers of health in terms of their blood work, in terms of what's agreeable, which is not always easy. It improves their body fat percentage. They clearly can move better, lift more weight, move and uh, get themselves around better. What does that do for our mind? Well, I would imagine that these people, even, you know, they're going to have a hard time agreeing much on anything. They have a tough time agreeing on even what the person should eat. Because there is no standard uh, one diet, there there is not there's not anything that's really agreed upon in, in those terms. Although you have like-minded people in each field of carnivore and vegan and so forth, right? But I think what is agreeable is that we should sustain and uh, not eat junk food, and we should supply ourselves with uh, nutrient-dense foods. Those nutrient-dense foods that we choose, those are the ones that sometimes become controversial due to morals and so on, and ethics, right? But that aside, let's say that we all agree, look, anything that's like natty, anything that's natural, is pretty damn good for us. So we got meat, vegetables, and and fruit, and uh, maybe a, excuse me, and maybe a root. You know, vegetable or potato or some uh, rice or something uh, is mixed in there here and there as well. Like that seems totally reasonable to me. Um, even some oatmeal that seems totally reasonable to me. And uh, anyway, we go we we go with this and we say, hey, okay, well, the actual amounts of each individual food group doesn't matter. Person can do whatever they prefer. And let's say they do that for a year. What can that do? for somebody's mind can that help improve their belief system in themselves what if you go to the store and you go shopping for clothes and uh, you go to try stuff on and and, uh, guys you're a size 42 and nothing really fits you and nothing really looks good on you. Not a 2X, not a 3X. There's no X's. doesn't matter how many X's are associated with the clothing. It's not working. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's say that you kind of find out that your pants size went up a couple notches too. Without you barely even realizing it. You know, and you go to put on a pair of pants that uh, used to fit and now they don't stand a chance. They don't even get up over your ankle, much less your calf or much less your legs or much less your ass and your stomach and everything else, right? <laughs> Ladies, you know, maybe the size 12 or whatever it is you're putting on, like it just doesn't, it's not working, not looking good. You guys, we all go through this the same, men and women. I think that a lot of times people think it's just women, but men have crazy body image issues as well. We want to look good. We want to feel good. And anything that you throw on, you quote unquote feel fat and maybe you are fat. Well, what does it do for your confidence in yourself and your self-belief that you're ca- you're a capable human being of improving yourself? So let's just inverse that. You go to the store, you try on some pants, and you were formerly a 38, 
and now you're a 42. You throw on those 42s, looks horrible. You feel fat. You look fat. You are fat. You throw on a shirt. You're trying to buy some new clothes, trying to look good for the holidays, and none of it's working. Let's say you go in there and you had a year's worth of eating really well and uh, feeding yourself nutrient-dense foods, getting in some exercise, getting in some walks, and a little bit of lifting of weights. Go in there, shoulders a little bit bigger, waist is smaller, hips are down a little bit, a little tighter, a little firmer in all the right spots, and a little squishier in all the right spots. Legs are looking a little better, calves are looking a a little better, arms, shoulders, chest, everything's looking a little bit better. And you're like, oh yeah, I used to be a 38 and I did lose a lot of weight from last time I was in here. And even though I tried on those 42s, I'm going to try on 38s again. You try the 38s on and they're too big. Then you throw on the 36s and they look, you can't even believe how good you look. You take a selfie and everything. (laughs) You get those uh, dressing room, um, you get those dressing room lighting effects, right? And you take a selfie and you're like, this is dope. And you feel you're on cloud nine. You feel so good. Maybe in comparison to somebody else on Instagram or maybe in comparison to, you know, an onstage bodybuilder or a fitness, uh, a professional fitness athlete or something like that. Like you're just not anywhere near any of that, but you don't care because you're comparing yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who somebody else is today. That's a Jordan Peterson quote. Huge fan. Compare yourself to who you are today, and and not to some not to somebody else, and or sorry, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, and not to who someone else is today, because it's about progress. And if you go to compare yourself to who you used to be, and you find out that you used to be a lot better at A, B, and C. Well, you can still turn all that around. You know, maybe over the last several years you got addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever it might be. And shit just really fell apart. It's all okay. It's all understandable. It happens to everybody. And to some degree, it happens to everybody. People that make a lot of money, they sometimes make less money. People that are... um, Everyone's going to face, no one gets out of this world alive. Anyone who's healthy is going to face a dosage of unhealthiness. What that dosage looks like, uh, nobody knows. Everyone's going to have to face death, though. There's no escaping that. You can't do anything to stay out of harm's way. And if you try, you will probably have a life that is unfulfilling. The further that you try to abstain from danger the less likely you are to actually really be living. And I saw that with my own mother where she had such a hard time. It was very crippling for her. She was in a lot of pain. It was very crippling for her to take steps forward towards doing things that she know would be good for her body and healthy for her. And therefore, she stayed home all the time and got scared of more and more and more and more stuff every day. I sympathize with that. I am empathetic towards that. But that's ultimately what killed her. 
to watch somebody die from that is completely uh, completely blows your mind and is very um, very sad. Just also from somebody who always demonstrated so much strength and power and was able to do was always able to do so many uh, things as a mother for me and my brothers and to give us a real powerful belief system and that's why I'm talking about this today and that's why I'm so passionate about this your your belief in yourself the soul print that you have other people can see it you might not see it. You might not even recognize it. But other people can see the, the kind of life that you live. They can see it in more ways than one. They may not know exactly what you do. They might not know exactly how you do it. But simply by looking at you, and the more they get a better look at you, the more they can kind of tell <laughs> what, what you're into especially if you're like fit or if you're really fat, you know, I mean, just look, if you look at somebody, even by the way someone dresses, you can kind of say, oh, that guy's probably, that guy's probably in the military. You know what I mean? You can kind of spot some of this or you can say, yeah, that guy probably works out. He's pretty, uh, he's pretty built. He's fairly fit. Hands look a little roughed up. Um, and you can kind of just tell when somebody cares about uh, their physique or their build or their body, right? You can also kind of tell when someone's a computer programmer. You can kind of see it. But what other distinctions can we uh, like ascertain based off of just looking at somebody? They say don't judge a book by its cover, but I don't think there's anything better to judge it by, especially because that's mainly what we see. Well, obviously we can... You know, their actions are going to be another thing. And if you get to know them, those are all huge factors. And that's why they say don't judge a book by its cover. Because somebody that you may have developed poor belief systems for or somebody that you may have had irrational thought towards. And I'm thinking in terms of somebody who's racist or somebody who is uh, against uh, someone being uh, having a certain sexual preference or somebody... Um, being really fat or really thin, you know, you don't want to get into those kinds of things because that's um, that's a very irrational thought process. But if you look at somebody and you are like, "Wow, that guy probably that guy's really put together," like he and if you see him every day, you see the person every day, they're always dressed nice, um, they always act nice, they always smile. I mean, you get the idea. Like, this is a pretty happy person that likes to remain ahead. They're always kind of immaculate, you know, their, their car is clean, they're, you can kind of just say, okay, well, their, their house is probably pretty clean. The desk that they work at is probably pretty clean. They like to probably keep their environment, and sometimes you will recognize someone as being kind of a tight ass, right? You know, you'll kind of say, you know, shit, I wouldn't really want to be like that person, because they, you know, they're not, uh, they're not able to kind of uh, relax, right? But so many of these things are seen by other people. Your belief in yourself, the confidence that you carry every single day. This is why, again, going back to Jordan Peterson, 
He said, stand with your shoulders back and your chest up. Ultimate Warrior, another hero of mine, says the same thing. He said, when you sit at your edge, edge of your bed every morning, don't sit there with your shoulders slumped. Pop that chest out and get ready for today's first full-blown dose of whatever the hell the day has to give, whether it be negative or positive. Stand there bold and brave and stand your ground and be ready for whatever the day has to offer. You can be better than you were yesterday. There's so much proof of this. There, It's a choice. I'm going to go off on a little tangent here, as I always do. But the thing that makes the villain and the thing that makes a superhero are very often the same thing. The thing that makes the guy want to uh, demise a plan that destroys the universe (laughs) and wants to have absolute power to corrupt everything and destroy the world oftentimes the same thing. I mean, you watch a lot of comics and, and a lot of the Marvel movies and stuff like that. And you'll see that where the hero grew up with a weird, screwed up background. And he's considered the hero because he beats up the quote unquote bad guys. And the bad guys have a screwed up background as well. In the case of the Joker and Batman, Jack Nicholson in the first Batman. He says, like, you made me and I made you, and he laughs about it. Because the Joker is the one that... The Joker is the one that ends up killing his parents, and Batman is involved in him getting... uh, him uh, falling into that pot of boiling, whatever the hell that stuff is, from what I remember. But uh, anyway... The, the point there is that it's a choice that you get to make. And we see this all the time in uh, day-to-day life where you get in conversation with somebody and it turns out, uh, unfortunately, their parents were really abusive. And this person that you're having a conversation with seems really sweet and they seem the opposite of that. And they seem like they got their shit together. Well, this person at some point made a choice. They made a decision I don't want to be that way. We see this uh, with drug addiction and a lot of things like that too, where it's in the family history and now it's considered to be hereditary. Well, it may be hereditary and I'm sure there's science that backs a lot of that up, but as hereditary as some of these things may be, it is still a choice is a choice to shove cocaine up your nose. That's, that's a choice. It's a choice to take painkillers. It is a choice. You might be in a lot of pain. And I can understand your pain. I can empathize with your pain. I can understand your pain. But it's a choice that you made. And then why are you making the choice? You're probably making the choice because somewhere along the line... You lost your ability to continue to believe in yourself and to believe in the core principles that you have towards forging forward towards your goals. And to me, that is the saddest thing of all. Being addicted to drugs or messing up or 
you know, having some setbacks in your life that are um, kind of 100% your own doing, to me, that's not that sad. But the root cause of it is uh, the kind of giving up on oneself and uh, the lack of self-belief, the lack of confidence. We are all as powerful as we all are. We're all very fragile. But I think it is really important that people grasp this idea of you are way the fuck stronger than you can ever possibly imagine. You are way stronger. You are way stronger than you think. Developing your belief system is going to happen through the process of doing some stuff and through the process of what I like to call dicking around. (laughs) Why do I call it dicking around? Because it really is just fooling around. It's messing around. I got an analogy for you and stay with me on this one. I think this is a good one. For those of you that are meatheads like myself and you try to thread your shaker cup, you try to thread putting the top on your shaker cup, oftentimes, for some reason, it's just not lining up. You're like, man, I can't find the groove. I can't find the right rhythm to be able to get this thing to go in the right direction. And so what do you do right away? Right away, you go in the opposite direction. You basically go backwards. But why do you go backwards? You go backwards to find the right groove. Sometime in life, sometimes in life, we have to take a step back to see the right path and to see the way forward and to find the right groove. And so as you go to wiggle that, uh, that shaker cup into the right position, it's going to take some messing around. It's going to take some dicking around until you get it right. And it's until. What a powerful word. I think that word gets passed up too often. Until. I'm going to sit here until this is done. I'm going to play the guitar. I'm going to play the piano. I'm going to play the drums. I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to practice jujitsu Until. I become a master. Not necessarily a master of it, but until you feel like you mastered a lot of it. Jiu-Jitsu can never really truly be mastered. There is always somebody that will put you in your place, and same with lifting weights, and same with anything else. Just when you think you have all the answers, life changes all the questions. (laughs) That's the way it works. Kids, where else do we see this happen where we have this idea of let me fail as fast as possible so I can gain the knowledge that I need? You see it in video games. You play Pac-Man, you run into the ghost and you die. You're like, okay, well, shit, that wasn't good. You run into the blue ghost first and then the yellow ghost and you're like, okay, all the ghosts kill me. Okay, I get it. Well, if I eat this giant, if I eat those little pebbles, maybe those will help me to kill the ghost. Like, nope. But if you eat the giant pebbles rather than the little pebbles, those give you a power up and then you can kill the ghosts. And there's certain ways that you can stay safe and you learn, you learn quickly. We see this when you're driving. Google Maps or uh, MapQuest or whatever it is that you use, Waze. 
and it's telling you to go left, but you're like, well, I'm just getting out of the parking lot. It's telling me which road to go on, but this isn't even really a real road yet. I'm still like in the parking lot, so I have no idea which direction to go in. What do you do? You make a choice. You make a decision. And you intentionally are like, F it. I'm just going to kind of go the wrong way and see what happens. And invariably, it seems like every single time you always go the wrong way. And then the thing will tell you to turn around or whatever, or it will reroute you in another way. But you learn quickly what's the right route. You learn really fast what's the best way to your destination. Do you understand? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Do you have enough enough gigabytes to uh, download this? You got enough free free memory to store this in the old memory bank? You guys should be writing this shit down. Going back to your belief system. When you have a belief in yourself, when you believe that you can achieve, when the mind believes the body can achieve, right? So when you believe that you can do it, now it's in your frame of work, it's in your it's in your quote unquote wheelhouse that you can figure out a way to get this done. You can figure out a way how amazing is that? You can figure out a way to get this done. That is amazing. I was just listening to Disturbed's version of Sound of Silence. One of my favorite songs of all time. I think it's written by Paul Simon. Hopefully I'm not getting that wrong. Hopefully I'm giving credit to the right person. But what an amazing song. If you ever uh, like go and look up the lyrics to that song. It's an absolutely incredible song. Go and listen to that song and understand that if you were to practice starting today, if you were to practice over the next several years, you could write beautifully like that. You could put together a song like that. You could put together a poem. You can, it, it, the things that you can do are unlimited. They're only limited to what you have in your mind for it. You say, you might say, oh, I'm not, you know, I, I don't. I don't have uh, I don't even have the vocabulary to speak with such beautiful words or to <clears throat> excuse me or to write such beautiful words but that's untrue you might be unpracticed but you have the ability you have the ability to change and turn into whatever it is that you want to turn into you could turn into the superhero you could turn into the villain you can turn into a morning person or you can turn into a night owl. You can turn into the guy that every time he has an opportunity to drink and overeat and act like an idiot, that you do it. Or you have the ability to, every time it comes to improving yourself and forging forward, you do it. Or you find a balance between the two and you find a happy medium that fits your life the best. And it supplies you with what you want to have. 
it's all can be very difficult to manage but when you kind of break these things down into smaller jobs and realize they're not really nearly as hard as you once thought they were they're actually a little bit easier to perform or do than you really originally thought and the reason why I'm able to say that that it's a little easier than you originally thought is because all this has to do with it has to do with one very very simple thing and it's just improvement you can improve on anything even things that you do half-heartedly if you do them every day you can improve on anything that's the way it works where are you spending your time is where you'll probably be successful on top of that if you really love that thing that you're doing you enjoy it a lot you're interested in it a lot then you would be pulled towards it in a way and in a fashion where you're not only doing it daily but you're thinking about it often and not only you're doing it daily but when you do it you're doing it with intensity and now you're on your way for me my belief systems were built in the gym but do you think that I believe that I could squat 1080 when I was just starting out I didn't know these mindsets I didn't know I didn't go through the mindsets in the gym to know these things to know that if somebody asked me at 15, Mark, do you think you'll squat 1,080 one time, uh, you know, sometime? Um, and I was having a hard time, you know, putting at that age, 15 or so, I was having a hard time putting, um, you know, 315 on my back. You know, I wasn't weak. It's moving around some weight, but. I remember the bar like hurting my back. You know, I, I wasn't used to the, you know, finding the groove in my body, and and I didn't have a shelf built back there yet to uh, stick the weights on my traps and my rear delts and stuff like that. And so, um, at that age and with that belief system that I had at the moment, if you would have said, "Hey, you know, you're going to squat a thousand eighty someday, or you're going to squat over a thousand pounds." 30 times or so counting competitions and training and so forth I I wouldn't have believed it because I didn't have the mindset I have now when it came to me uh, obtaining a lot of success through Slingshot and through the various companies and stuff that I'm starting up now you you would hear a much different answer hey do you think you're going to be a multi-millionaire? And uh, I knew, I knew, I knew these things would happen because my belief in myself got to be a lot stronger. And when your belief in yourself is a lot stronger from the jump, it makes everything a lot easier. And there's no, you know, you hear people say it. There's no how. That's too large to to eclipse the reasons on why 
when your belief is strong in yourself. And my belief at that time was very strong after benching 854 pounds and squatting those weights. I mean, the slingshot was already uh, was developed around the same time of all that. It was in the middle of my powerlifting career. And it actually helped my powerlifting career. <clears throat> but even if you were to ask it, you know, when I was squatting less, a little bit less, I was already so strong and I was already empowered from the lifting I was doing that I didn't need any more verification from anyone or anything that I was somebody and that I was doing something special. And that's what you want to try to feel is you want to try to figure out a way to feel special. But you got to do it. It has to be done through yourself. Because you can feel special or you can hear that you're special from other people. But if you don't believe it, now we're still in trouble. We're still not out of the woods yet. You need to believe it. You need to buy it. And when you believe it and when you buy it, it'll be easier to sell it. And you do need to sell it because pe- you want, people want to be around people that are confident. People want to be around people that have a strong belief system. I don't want to be around someone who's like, I don't know. Hey, man, like, uh, what do you think about this? Like, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure. You know, I don't, I don't want anything to do with any of that. I want people who are pumped up and fired up and know what they want on a given project or a given idea or principle or whatever it might be. And I want to surround myself with people that believe in themselves, too. I don't want to be associated with frumps and humps. People that are frumpy. Uh, I want to be surrounded by like-minded individuals that want to figure out ways to get better. Figure it out. Make up your mind on what you want to be. When you make up your mind on what you want to be, start to do. When you start to do, you will learn that when you do more, you can become more. And when you become more is when you start to believe in yourself more. It all takes time. It all takes patience. It's not going to happen overnight. So understand that it's going to take this process of maturation to become a badass might take decades depending on where you're starting that's what i wanted to share to you on my drive that's it for saturday school thank you guys so much for tuning in strength is never a weakness weakness is never a strength catch you all later